Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys this Friday afternoon. Uh, we went live right at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time based on, and I, I just want to update the time just based on, you know, if you're getting practice reports or whatever else. We're recording this before a lot of that came out. But this is our flagship show. Uh, I, I love this. Scouting report, preview, predictions, some bets, getting to know everything that we possibly could know about the Buccaneers and I understand this is Niners show and I want to educate everybody else on what the Buccaneers do do well do poorly how we should attack them so that you don't have to go watch the film because man let's just be honest nobody wants to watch Baker Mayfield play football and that is just not fun so we got a long show today but excited to be here want to say thank you to all the countdown crew what's up big papa uh, appreciate all you guys mike c in the house joe appreciate y'all now if you have questions comments please always make sure you tag me so i can check those out what's up grand day man we've been able to party a couple times this year together which has been awesome man i've really enjoyed it uh what's up ed glad you guys are here so we're going to detail kind of what the bucks have accomplished what they've done well all that stuff and yeah, let's dive into it. Let's do this. What's up, Big Tim? How you doing, man? You know, Tom Brady's not around anymore. And he was able to kind of mask a lot of the vanilla, boring part that is the Buccaneers. And let's be honest, you know, down the stretch, Tom Brady wasn't the Tom Brady that we know and love. He was still really, really good. But it, it it wasn't great. Now you bring in Baker, and that's really there's not a lot of changes to this team from last year to this year. Very very similar. But Tom Brady, I'll say this: like he protected the ball, but he didn't risk anything. Baker Mayfield has also protected the ball for the first time in his entire career. He's taking more risks though. So you know you look at kind of what they've done. They're four and five. Not great. Not bad. It's kind of what they were last year as well, and, you know, we'll see. But, like, you look at they're averaging 19.8 points a game. That's 23rd uh, in the NFL. It's not great. Seventh in points allowed, that's better. They're giving up 19.2 points, so they're close. They're a 500 team. And in the EPA categories, the freaking crosshairs of offense and defense, it's the damn Bucks. They are the most average team in the NFL by so many metrics. It's just what they are. Stronger defense than offense for sure, but they do have some playmakers in offense that covers up, again, some of that stuff. Um, you know, you look at their wins. They started out 2-0. and They beat the Vikings barely. They beat the Bears barely. And the Bears barely. That's a good one. Man, if I was a Chicago Bears guy, that would be my podcast. Um, lost to the Eagles by 14. Beat the Saints big time. That a that NFC South is always weird as hell. I just I never bet those games just because they're so unpredictable. But they blew the Saints out of the water. Bye week, come out, lost four in a row. Lost to the Lions, Falcons, Bills, Texans. Then they finally got back on the right track last week, beating the Titans. You know, 49ers lost three. Then they blow a team out. Bucks lose four. They beat the Titans. They beat them by 14. So, like, that was a quality win. Titans aren't a good team. You know, they're nowhere near what the Jaguars are, but still, a win's a win. So you've got this team that's right below 500, but they're only a half game out of first. So, uh, like, it's 
it's not good. I, I mean, like they have a lot to fight for. It's not like they're playing dead. It's not like they're like, oh, well, whatever. Let's just go out there and get paid. No, no, no. Everything that the Buccaneers wanted to start the season is right there on the cusp. They beat the 49ers. They could be in first place next week. So they got something to play for. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see. What's up, David Walder? Good friend. Cowboys fan. Uh, troll savant. I could keep going, but a great man, David Walder. He says, you're playing another bad team. Here comes another lose. I think you tried to say loss. You're not a teacher anymore. You're getting old, Dave. Come on, man. Uh, here comes another lose. Come on, bro. You better than that. Uh, I'm just messing with you. Uh, a, a legitimately good friend. So yeah, I'm teasing him a little bit there, but you know, it's funny. You talk about like losing the bad teams and you look at like, okay, we lost to the Browns. All right. Like l- legit. Guess what? They're six and three. You lose to the Vikings. Okay. Well, let's look at them. They're six and four. Then you lost to the Bengals. And yeah, their quarterback's arm fell off last night. We know what that is. They're six and three. All three of the losses were against six win teams. It's not like we lost to the Cardinals or anything, right, uh, David Walner? Uh, you wouldn't know anything about that as a Cowboys fan, probably, uh, or lost by 40 points, you know, against the, the 49ers. You, again, you probably wouldn't know anything about that, but that's okay. Um, now, it, we look at kind of the, from a side snapshot, pro football focus, how they rank each one on a per snap basis. The Buccaneers overall 26th from like a, Every single play perspective, Bucks aren't that good. Uh, offense 18th, defense 30th, really low there. That's that's a shock to me. Special teams 30th. This might be the first team in the history of the Kyle Shanahan era that we have a special teams group ranked above. We're 27th, they're 30th. That's some crazy talk right there. Um you know, the 49ers, first third, first overall, third offense, second defense, 27th special teams. Not great. Now, let's go to Kyle, and he kind of summarizes the books. Um, I respect that. I think they have a chance to win every game they play in. So they had a good record um, to start. I know they lost a couple of tight ones. Coming back with a big one last week. Um, I think they make it very tough to run the ball against. I think... Uh, Winfield and Veda Villa are two of the best players in what they do. Uh, and I think they have an offense with um, you can never fall asleep on Mike Evans. Uh, he's as scary now as he was 10 years ago. Uh, I got a lot of respect for Baker um, and how he plays the position and stuff. So uh, I think they're a good team. And you're always going to get kind of coach speak at these situations because you, you don't want to give anything away to the opposing team for bullets and board whatever else and the 49ers are actually one of the better teams in the nfl at just like hey get up there don't give them anything compliment them whatever be respectful and there's a lot to respect about this team it's not like they are a quote-unquote like scrub team by any stretch of the imagination like they're good but this is a game the 49ers should win and win by a lot they're 11 and a half point favorites according to vegas second largest you know, point spread this week. And, and so, yeah, you should take care of business. But when you look at what the Bucks do well, they've got a great head coach that just understands put the ball down the fairway. I mean, don't mess it up, right? Don't lose the game. And whether it's Tom Brady and how he never turned the ball over to now Baker Mayfield, who's like the most turnover-prone quarterback in NFL history almost, Baker's playing some decent ball. He is not playing ball. He's not playing bad at all. You, you kind of look, he's got 14 touchdown passes to five interceptions. That's almost a three to one ratio. Like that's pretty damn good. And again, I hate Baker Mayfield. I can't stand this dude. Um, again, I'm a longhorn, so it's whatever. But Todd Bowles is man, he's awesome. A lot of people don't know this. Todd Bowles played for the 49ers back in 1991 as a player. He was a defensive back. Started 14 games for us. I did a little research. Man, 40 dollars went 10 and 6 that year and didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, that's, that's not happening anymore. Uh, you make you win 10 games now, even in a 17 game, you're probably making it. But we went 10 and 6 with him as a defensive back. Played for Washington for five years, us one year, then went back to Washington for two years. And he has coached everywhere. Started at Morehouse, Grambling State, Jets, Browns. 
Uh, every Dallas Cowboys, Dolphins, Eagles, Cardinals. Um, I mean, he was he was everywhere. Jets, Bucks. He he's just done it all. Uh, won the Super Bowl as a player, as an executive, and as a defensive coordinator. The dude is just now. If you ever watch his press conferences, they're boring as hell. Like it is the most mundane thing in the world. Um, but oof, yeah, it, but he's a great dude. Amazing human. Defense is always fun to watch. Just don't watch his press conferences. Offensive coordinator, Dave Canellis. Interesting guy. California guy. Harbor City, baby. Uh, went to Carson High School in Carson, California. And then he went to Azusa Pacific down, you know, just outside of L.A. He's kind of bounced around a lot of different places. Went back as a coach to Carson High School, El Camino College, USC. Then he was with Seattle with Robert Sala and Brian Schneider, um, our old DC and our current special teams coordinator. So there's some overlap there, but he was with Seattle almost his entire career from man. When did he start 2010 to 2000? He was there 13 seasons in Seattle. Then he finally left for the first time to go to the bucks as the OC. Um, and one of my favorite things, they have two DCs. I like it, man. Pass out titles. What? Who's hurt? There's no victim here. Casey Rogers and Larry foot. Casey Rogers, Humboldt, Tennessee guy, uh, played for the Steelers and the Shreveport Pirates, which I was able to attend a Shreveport Pirates game whenever I was a kiddo. Uh, man, I don't know if that was uh, – I don't think it was not. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million members. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. You just pick more or less on two or more players, and you get a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. It's got quick withdrawals, easy game playing, and an enormous selection of players and stat types that makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. I made my first $10 deposit and received an instant $10 bonus. If you have the skills, you play for a shot of turning your $10 all the way into $1,000. Here's what's great, too. It's available in over 30 states, including California, Texas, and Georgia. So all you got to do, especially during playoff basketball time, you just pick two players, Anthony Edwards for more or less than 29 points. You got Luca more or less than 32 points. However you see it, you just pick two and you can get paid. So download the app today and use 49ers for a first deposit match above of up to $100. Again, download prize picks today. Use code 49ERS for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. He played there in 1994. I might have saw this dude play. I need to reach out to the family to figure out what that is. But I might have been there at one of his games, uh, which, hey, man, Shreveport Pirates. Anybody else ever be to a Shreveport Pirates game? <laughs> I, I doubt it. Um, as a coach, start at Tennessee Martin, Northern Louisiana, Middle Tennessee State. I looked up. I was like, man, I wonder if he was there with T.O. He wasn't. There was about a three-year gap between T.O. was the first. Arkansas. Then he was with the Cowboys, so you know he's not that good. Um, DT, D-line coach, Miami, Jets, then Bucks, and kind of has worked his way up. Uh, really cool guy, though. Yeah, hard to find something bad about him. And Larry Foote, the other D.C. Amazing story, just real quick. He's a Michigan guy. Went to Pershing High School in Michigan. And um, back in 2008, the 10-year-old kid fell through the ice. Passed away, poor family, couldn't afford things. And Larry Foote just 
you know, you didn't want this to get out there, but eventually it has covered all the bills and everything and, you know, never even met the kid or their family, but just, just great people. And this is who Todd Bowles is. Todd Bowles surrounds himself with great people. 100% simpatico with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Like, again, great Class A organizations, not the Cowboys, not the Seahawks, not the Chiefs, you know, not the Patriots that just go after people that just, they don't care what you do off the field. That doesn't fit these teams. Um, and so, like, that's a good thing. And I always want to try to highlight positives. That's, that's a positive. Now, let's talk injuries. For both teams, because they're significant. Aaron Banks is out. Kyle Shanahan already said. Uh, Colton McKivitz has practiced now, not once, not twice, but three games, three days, all this week. Colton McKivitz playing. There were some question marks there. I'm sure Matt Pryor would be the backup there. But with Colton McKivitz out, Nick Zakel not hurt. I think they're going to call up Il Manning would be my assumption. But I wouldn't be shocked if Matt Pryor is the first one off the bench at right tackle or guard. And if a center goes down, then you slide over Feliciano, then Matt Pryor slides into, you know, not only right tackle, right guard, but left guard as well. So a little shallow there with now two linemen out. So we'll, we'll kind of have to see how that goes. Buccaneers, interesting. Um, nobody's really been declared out. The only one that, you know, Ryan Neal, their defense back didn't practice, but that's a thumb issue. He could play. Uh, not too worried about that. Devin White, limited foot. Luke Godeke, their right tackle, limited foot. Baker Mayfield's off of the report completely with a, I think it was a knee issue, but that's done, full participant. Mike Evans, full, he's got a quad issue. They're healthy. They're a healthy team. Now, we played them a lot, which is interesting. It hasn't been close. The 49ers are up in the overall series. First, the Bucks, 19 wins for the Niners, seven for the Bucks. Um, just not great. Last matchup was 2022, so not too far ago. That was the Tom Brady versus, um, you know, the stud himself, Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy just wiped the floor with them. I know they're not out there at the same time, but 35-7, to seven, the Niners won. Tom Brady threw the ball 55 times. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but I do have them throwing the ball close to 40 times. He had one touchdown, two picks. Brady did. Brock Purdy. 16 of 21, two touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. A 134 pass rating was just off the freaking charts. Running the ball, Rashard White played well, 13 attempts, 56 yards. Um, Leonard Fournette, four carries, 13. McCaffrey was McCaffrey. Uh, he was awesome. 14 carries, 119 yards, one touchdown. And this is my favorite stat of the whole game. Jordan Mason had 11 carries, averaged over five yards a pop for 56 yards. I wish we could go back to the way things were. Um, so the game was awesome. Kittle was great. Debo was great, you know, it, but it was a Christian McCaffrey game, him and Brock Purdy. Dre Greenlaw, one interception, 15 tackles, 15 tackles. Incredible job. Um, and Tayshawn Gibson had a pick. Dre Greenlaw had a pick. It was a blowout. It was just an absolute blowout. And so, We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Right here, Thomas says, you know, Colton might lose his job if Pryor gets a shot. I think they're pretty happy with how Colton's played. I know he hasn't been great. Colton's been better than Mike McGlinchey, and he's a fraction of the cost. Um, Ed says, I predict a baker sandwich, Bosa and Chase. Man, I, I yeah, I, I hope so. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um Let's see. Uh, now, if we go to, let's dive into the defense of the Bucks. Let let's go through their ranks. Let's talk about what they do, what they do well, what they do poorly. And now, all these rankings are out of thirty-two teams. I want to say thank you to Coach Cruz, the man. Uh, he is the executive producer of this show. Put it all together, research all that stuff. Thank you, Coach. You are the best. Uh, eighth at point scored. This is the Bucks defense. Th that's probably one of their best traits as a team in any phase. 24th in yards, six in turnovers. They get a lot of turnovers, um, and half of those are fumbles. A lot of that's the linebackers and their safety. We're going to talk about him a lot. 18th in first downs, 21st pass touchdowns is out of 32 teams. 14th interception, 6th in rush yards. That's what they hang their hat on. Not a good team to run the ball against. It's a solid 
and they single high safety that bad boy. So it's a 3-4, but they've got a little extra juice in there with that other safety. They will bring him down, and if they're in nickel, they don't do that a lot. They really don't. So it's a single high safety type look. They want to get as many people in the box as possible. And, you know, Anton Winfield Jr. can cover some space on the back end. There's no doubt about that. So six rush yards, six in rushing touchdowns, six in yards per carry. That's what they do. And they'll blitz to stop the run a lot of times. But they're 32nd, dead last, the Bucks are, in third down conversions. They allow the opposing team 47.2% conversion on third downs. Sustained drives is what the 49ers try to do. So like the Bucks' MO is we're going to stop the run. We're going to force teams to be one-dimensional. And we're just going to let them kind of get their first downs. It's weird. It, it, it's They're antithetical to each other. And now it's not by design. They're not happy. They're dead last in the league on third down conversions. But what they are best in the league, the only uh, across like 60 different statistics, offense, defense, special teams. The only thing they're the best at in the NFL, red zone defense. Bend but don't break. That's who they are. 32% of times, they give up a touchdown. That's best in the entire NFL. So worst on third downs, best in the red zone. That's where it's going to be. And, you know, if the Bucks want a chance to win this game, they got to turn the ball over. They got to get a few three and outs. And they cannot give up a bunch of touchdowns. They just can't. They got to hold us to field goals. Players to watch out for. You know, Kyle Shanahan mentioned this dude's name three times in the press conference, Vita Vea. He is an absolute behemoth of a human being. And on top of all that, it's probably the worst matchup for the 49ers. Their biggest strength, our biggest weakness. Um, that that that's just that's not great. That's not great at all. Because he his number one trait is he pushes the center backwards. We have one of the worst anchoring centers in the NFL, one of the lightest, most athletic centers in the NFL, Jake Brindle. But this is just not it's not a good matchup. It's a bad matchup. And so can the 49ers neutralize that? That's gonna be key. Because Vita Vea is the key to this. Kyle Shanahan is terrified of this dude. How do you beat, you know, a strong freaking nose tackle that can move? You go horizontal. You stretch the field horizontally. Jet sweeps, screens, right? Bootlegs, play action, outside zone toss, misdirection. Those are the things you got to do. Because if Vita Vea is playing north-south, we're in trouble. If Vita Vea is playing east-west, now we got them where we want them. So, so we'll see what that is. Now, this just came out. The 49ers official injury report out. Aaron Banks, like I said. Nick Sakel, he's done for the year. Questionable. Um, Robert Bill, I doubt he gets activated. Daryl Luter, doubt he gets activated. Samuel Womack, doubt he gets activated. Um, they just finished their week two. It's a 21-day practice window. Now they're down 14 so if none of those guys get activated after next week, their season is over. I expect Samuel Womack for sure. Not sure about the other cats, but we'll see here. Um, we'll kind of see what that looks like. Now, um, Vita Vey is the best player on their team, probably. Maybe maybe de defense for sure. Then it's Anton Winfield Jr. He's got an 89.6 run defense grade. Like he is the second highest graded safety and he flashes on tape wherever he is. I call him little Buddha. He's not little. He's bigger than Buddha Baker, but that's the quality of play of Anton Winfield is Buddha Baker. Like he's an all pro level player. He hasn't been an all pro yet, but he's damn good. And you give that dude, he's a playmaking safety him versus Kittle. I'm so pumped about Shaquille Barrett. Um, dude, old man, pass rusher. They have been awesome. Now listen to Kyle talk about their pass rush. It's similar um, to last week. I mean, they, they can run every blitz. Uh, he can do that at any time. He'll pick and choose when to do them, but uh, you got to be ready at any time in the game. Um, you know, you, you don't know where Vita is going to be on third down, but uh, when he's pushing the center inside is a problem. When he's on tap, whoever he's pushing um, is a problem. And they've had some pretty good successful edge rushers too that get to the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they a good pass rush team, and they blitz. 
they're they will blitz anytime, anywhere, don't care. They blitzed 26 times last week versus Tennessee, 16 Houston, 20 versus Buffalo, then seven versus Atlanta. So they're out there. They're wild now. They'll do some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, and so that's one of the ones. Now, there are players to, to exploit for sure. Devin White, who was like a first-round pick, it's supposed to be like the next amazing linebacker, he has regressed year after year after year. Now, he's probably one of the fastest, strongest, most explosive athletes in the NFL at any position, but he's the 82nd out of 83rd ranked linebacker on pro football focus. I don't think he's that bad, but he's struggled. There's no doubt about that. Um, against the run is not his thing, which he can go laterally. He just can't come up. And so you got to kind of, which is really weird with Vita Vea right in front of him. Like usually you get solid linebacker play when you have good DT play. Vita Vea is about as good as they get. And he's still getting bad linebacker play. That's weird. Ryan Neal, their other safety, terrible. Uh, 36.6 coverage grade. Not good. Um, the rookie Kalisha Cansey out of pit. He's going to be great. Not there yet. Carlton Davis, their corner, very good against the run. Not good against coverage. A lot like an Isaiah Oliver. He's one of those guys that's always close, but just seems to get posterized a lot. And on top of that, they do man. They run a lot of man. Not good. Brandon Ayuk will eat your freaking lunch. George Kittle will eat your freaking lunch. So we'll kind of see what they got to do. Because they their whole scheme, whenever I was breaking down their tape, the Bucks defense, a lot of single high safety, and they want everything to look like zone. They want it all to look like zone, but to run a man most of the time. And not most of the time, you know, most of the NFL is predominant zone. We're the most zone heavy, but they want their man to look like zone. That's their goal, and they do disguise it pretty well. But man, they do a lot more man than I would expect. A lot of single high man, a lot of cover three whenever they do do zone. Um, some cover too, but not near as much as most Tampa teams have been in the past. Uh, man free is their favorite though. They, they want to show something, but be a man free. That's what they want to do. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that against Brandon. Ayuk. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of see what that, you know, looks like. Ed says, you know, John on paper, they don't look good, but the eye test, they're not bad. No, they're not a bad football team. This is a four and five average football team in the NFL, and if the ball bounces their way a couple times, they get a couple lucky calls, they're in it. And Baker is an energy guy. You you give him energy, he feeds off that stuff. You keep Baker down, he's a front runner. You keep him down, he implodes. And that, that's why whenever you look at their games, when he loses, he loses big. Whenever he wins, he can win big. That's who he was in college, and you know I think this is what his fourth NFL team. I mean, he's the guy that gets coaches fired. That's his thing. But you get Baker in a one single game shootout, you got to be careful. I mean, it's a it's a, this is this is the Super Bowl winning roster. They kept everybody from way back when they won in twenty twenty two, right? Like or twenty twenty one. Like it's a, it's like eighty percent of the same damn roster. It really, really is. All those guys are still there, and they got it. Yeah, they have a very strong front seven. There's no doubt about that. Um, now explosive plays allowed, which is huge. They're not the best 21st out of 32 teams and allowing explosive plays. They've allowed 15 explosive runs, which is great. They're good against the run. Tony, the tiger, right? Um, 38th passes though. 38 explosive passes over 20 yards. That's second to last. That's not good. 53 total Niners have allowed 40 total explosive plays. So just to put that we're second in the NFL. So that's like an extra two explosive plays a game that they allow over us, which adds up, which adds up. Now, before we move on to the offense, which I want to talk about, the best way to support the 49ers Rush channel right here. I am so excited to announce our new platform launch, the49ersrush.com. We've been active on Patreon for years, and we're still going to keep that community going. But the49ersrush.com has everything Patreon offers and a bunch more. You want to watch player breakdowns? Guess what? You click that. 
It's filtered based on players. You want to see Javon Hargrave, what he brings, some CMC tape broken down, IU, Jair Brown. We've got hundreds and hundreds of tapes. on. Now, you want football 101. You want to learn scheme. Guess what? We've got every single offensive, defensive, special team snap. Head over to the 49ersrush.com, sign up, join the community, and plus we got a seven-day free trial. So, For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's talk about the Buccaneers offense. Let's get through that. Um, again, this is out of, you know, 32 teams, right? So 22nd in points, not good. 22nd in yards, not good. Second in turnovers, amazing. Only eight turnovers on the year. That's what they're good at. 26 first downs, not good. 15th pass yards average. 12th passing touchdowns above average. Uh, 18th in rush attempts, that's good. 31st in rush yards. This team can't run the ball to save their damn life. Can't do it. Couldn't do it last year. Can't do it this year. The weird thing is, they don't care. <laughs> Might be the best screen team in the NFL. That's a problem for the 49ers. We do, the 49ers do not play against screens well. They don't. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But 31st rush yards, 29th rush touchdowns out of 32. Dead last rush yards per attempt, 3.1. You stop a team with three yards on a rush play, that's a huge win for the defense. But second on fourth downs, Baker, I mean, they're six of eight, but that's pretty damn good, 28th in the red zone. So it's really interesting. Now, here is Steve Wilkes uh, talking about the Buccaneers' offense and kind of what he sees with them. A team that's coming in here on Sunday uh, in Tampa Bay, uh, those guys, in my opinion, uh, can do pretty much everything from a standpoint of run the ball. I don't look at the stats and where they are. Uh, you look at White and Edmund. Uh, Chase, they do a great job in toting the rock. Uh, their receivers, as we all know, Evans is probably one of the best in the league. Um, he can run every route on the route tree. Uh, he can run by you. Uh, Godwin, and then as well as uh, Tompkins and uh, Palmer, um, they can take the top off. So uh, we're going to have our hands full. So we got to do a great job. And I think Baker is playing at an extreme high level. Uh, he's protecting the football. He's placing it where it needs to be placed. Um, those guys are rallying behind him. He's a, a fierce competitor, uh, and I'm excited uh, how he's playing. And uh, we got to do a great job of trying to stop him this week. So with that, I'll take your questions. And I will take y'all's questions. Man, whenever he starts talking, it's just like, bring on the rain. You know, like this like what jazz late night freaking DJ. I freaking love it. I'm a, I'm a big Steve Wilkes fan. Uh, that dude is awesome. Zeno just want to say what's up, man. I see you. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, now, the players, which he went through a lot of them. Tristan Wirfs. Uh, we know a lot about Tristan Wirfs. Uh, Could have had him, didn't get him. It's what it is. He's incredible. Tristan Wirfs is awesome. Their wide receivers is strength of this team. Mike Evans, unbelievable. Chris Godwin's great too, though. Luke Godeke, their right tackle's decent, but very good against the run. Not the best pass protector. Very, very good run blocker. Baker Mayfield, Rashad White, all those different things. Like, ah, it's like, oh, what are you gonna do? Because they have these great two outside wide receivers, and they're amazing versus screens. I love Rashad White. Was really, really big on him coming out of ASU. You just had to get him in the open field. And his game just keeps ticking up. I got him in fantasy. That dude, he may, he makes me some uh, points. I ain't going to lie. Now, here is what, you know, 
Wilkes had to say about Mike Evans because he went into a little bit more detail. It, it, it's tough. Big body guy. You know, you try to sit here and you press him. He's going to muscle you at the line of scrimmage. You know, you play off. He, you know, very deceptive speed. He's going to run by you. So, again, uh, we got to mix things up, you know, from a standpoint of man zone, getting our hands on these receivers and just try, really trying to be physical. That That's what, like, the 49ers' identity, offense, defense, is physicality. That's who we are. Now, we have smaller corners in Charvarius Ward, Ambry Thomas, Demo, who I think those are going to be our three again this week. They got some big-ass wide receivers, man. They're huge. So, what do you do? You don't cower. That don't work. That's not who we are. Your nickname's the damn hyena, Demo, right? We're going to see it this week. You didn't have the best game last week. Can he come out and, you know, put that on? We're going to see. Because now the rest of the team for the Bucks doesn't really match that. And it really doesn't. And they're tough, but they're not physical. You know what I mean? Like Baker's tough. Not physical. He's a smaller dude. Hey, he's tough. He'll take a hit. But it's not the same thing. One of their players, who was one of the 49ers' most commonly drafted player through all the mock drafts, Cody Mock, their right guard, uh, not playing very well. Good at pass, bro. Bad in run blocking. Robert Hainsley, their center, not good. Trey Palmer, crazy fast burner. Danny Gray type, hasn't done much. Kate Otten, their tight end. I like him a lot, but he just hasn't gotten to the point where, you know, there's some great tight ends that came through Tampa Bay there for a while. They haven't done it yet. Now, some things on Baker, they went in a deep dive here. He's got a positive EPA per play against man and zone coverage. Not many quarterbacks do. Brock's the best at both, but Baker's not far behind him. Like, Baker's putting up a good year. He's at his best versus cover zero. We don't do that a lot. I think we've done it like three times all year. That one touchdown to the Vikings, we haven't really done it since. At his worst versus cover six where we run quarters to this wide receiver pass-heavy side, and then we run halves to the usually single wide receiver side. We do it more than anybody in the NFL. That's his worst. He's not good versus that. Um, and so fifth in EPA on third and fourth downs. He's great whenever it matters. He's played well. Purdy's better than him in that category too, by the way. Um, his only passer rating over 100 is versus the blitz. He's got a 106. Don't blitz him. You don't have to blitz them. In the 49ers past, blitzing has scaled down considerably. We we're one of the fewest. We've gotten less and less. This past week, you know, I put up all the film on our Patreon and the 49ersrush.com. Man, we dropped Chase Young. We, we were doing fire zones, which is where you still bring four, but you're blitzing a linebacker and dropping a D lineman. So you're still bringing four, dropping, you know, seven, or you're just bringing three and dropping eight. We dropped Armstead in coverage, Chase Young, Cleveland Farrell, Hargrave. And all four of those plays were positive plays for the Niners defense last week. So can you confuse? Can you confuse the, the opposing quarterback? That's what you got to do. Now listen to Wilkes talk right here. This is my favorite clip of the week, man. This is my favorite. What was the difference? Sure as hell what being on the sideline. Not that that didn't matter. But what was the difference between last week and and or the Jags and all the other three game losses. And I kept screaming this. I've been screaming this nonstop for a month now. Listen to Wilkes say. If you understand and know the game and watch actually the tape, uh, we got a lot of pressure uh, on, the, on the quarterback. So there was different things. Yes, probably within the secondary that we could do differently, starting with maybe the, the calls and allowing those guys at certain times to be uh, a little bit more sticky in that coverage. Or as I just talked about this past week, giving a different look. Uh, which confuses the quarterback and makes him hold the ball a little longer. And that's all we really need sometimes with the guys that we have up front is just that second hitch, you know. So, uh, again, it was great to see uh, those guys compliment one another. Disguising coverages. Like, my biggest Wilkes complaint this whole time has been, man, we are telegraphing what we're doing and we're being picked apart. Disguise some of that stuff. And Charvarius Ward had this awesome quote. I, I, I didn't pull it. I didn't have time. Um, but where he's like, man, we were disguised at everything. We disguised disguises and like it made it, it. Trevor Lawrence had no damn clue what was going on. And I freaking loved it. I loved it. Now let's do favorite matchups. And I, I wanted to do something different. I one super strong matchup for the bucks 
one that's just best on best than one matchup for the 49ers. Okay. That's kind of what I wanted. So, and you know, I say this all the time. The NFL is a matchup league. And if you don't believe me, listen to the late night DJ. This league is all about, you know, each week is matchups and different things. So it's all about matchups, man. All about matchups. So offensively, when the 40 hours are on offense, what's the one that scares the death out of me? I already talked about it. Jake Brindle versus Vita Vea. Holy cow. This could change the game. This could wreck a game. You got to help this cat. Okay. Now, Trent, blue chip versus Shaquille Barrett, blue chip. That's just the best matchup, period. Probably of the whole entire game. Both, you know, 30 plus years old, both vets, both have just been great. Trent's better than Shaquille Barrett, but Shaquille Barrett's great. He's great. Then I think the the matchup that I'm most excited is Kittle versus Anton Winfield. I got Kittle going off this week, which probably means he ain't going to do anything. But the tape, the matchups, the personnel, this should be a George Kittle game. They play man. Their linebackers are not great in coverage. This is a George Kittle game. It really, really is. So that's the one I'm most excited for on the 49ers offensive side. Now the 49ers defensive side, my area of concern, Mike Evans versus Ambry Thomas. Mino Gusta. Um I, I if <laughs> I want cover six, the half side rolled to Ambry Thomas nonstop. Uh, that I'm just I'm scared of this. I'm scared of this. So uh, we'll see. I, I we haven't we've traveled Charvarius Ward some in the past. We haven't done it this year. I I, I hope <laughs> I hope we do. Just put Charvarius Ward on Mike Evans the whole game. I'd be totally cool with that. I'm scared to death of Ambry Thomas versus Evans, but I want to see him. He passed the test last week. Let's see what he can do. And don't leave him on an island. Do not put Ambry Thomas in cover three or quarters against Mike Evans. There's no safety help. You can run halves his side. You can do that. Do not. Oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching the game. I want to be like, no, we're in quarters. No, 20s in quarters. Like I'm just going to be panicking. I already know the game. So if you're sitting by me, UK faithful, I'm sorry, guys. It's going to be stressful. <laughs> um, uh, best matchup, Tristan Wurst versus Nick Bosa. That's the blue chip on blue chip. Just crazy talent, crazy talent. And probably my favorite matchup of this game is Rashad White versus Drake Greenlaw. Last time these two teams played last year, Greenlaw had 15 tackles and a pick. I don't think you could redo that. The over-under for Greenlaw is seven and a half tackles. I want to take it, but I want to see Dre Greenlaw. Mm. That dude, like, if Greenlaw plays Greenlaw ball, which he did last week. Last week was not injured Greenlaw. If Greenlaw plays Greenlaw ball, game's over. Like, you, you tell me, circle one player that's not a quarterback or whatever that just, like, has an elite game. I'm picking Dre Greenlaw this week. Yeah, I know he's my favorite player and all that stuff. I get it. I know I'm biased. Everybody's biased. Um, but that's huge. That that's gonna be big. That is so if he goes out there and can shut down that screen game and make a couple big hits on white, whoo, whoo. Uh man, I get excited just thinking about it, man. Um, oh, what's up, man? Appreciate you. He says I'm only here because John drops that fire diners content. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Uh, keep chipping, John. 58 hours until kickoff. I'm so stoked. Oh, that's what's up, Ed. He's counting down days out, which I'm excited about. Um, Dre and Fred equals Bay Area bruisers. I like that. I like that. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate that. Um, and Donald says, Thomas should be able to stick with him. He's fast enough. That's not the issue. I believe they need Thomas to jam Mike Evans at the line instead of playing off. That's what I want. I want press man. Anytime Mike Evans goes to the side with the safety over the back, that's what I want. It's hard to do because you can manipulate some things because we don't flex our corners. We don't move our corners, um, flip fields and all that stuff. So that gets hard because you can do a three by one set, right? So if I'm the Bucks, what I'm doing, I'm doing a three by one right to left set. Okay. So I'm sending two wide receivers and a tight end to the offensive right side. I'm sending Mike Evans by himself to the offensive left side where number 20, Ambry Thomas usually stays. It's pretty damn hard to play press and rotate a safety to the one wide receiver side. You can do that if you're only bringing three, 
pretty hard to do that if you're bringing four or five. That's difficult. And so if you if you do get an opportunity where it is Mike Evans one-on-one with no safety help by himself on that side of the field, you better get pressure there quick. I don't want to see stunts. I want to see fast blitz action stuff. Or check out of your coverage and just run quarters and at least take away the middle fourth uh, with the safety. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll kind of see how it goes. Some connections between these two teams, which uh, the players. Uh, shout out to Coach Cruz again. Nick Sakel, Chase Edmonds, they were together at Fordham. Who would have guessed we had a Fordham freaking connections? Which, shout out to Chase Edmonds because that's why Nick Sakel got discovered. Because everybody went there to see Chase Edmonds and they're like, who's that? Big ass freshman, I'm like, oh, that's Nick Zakel. And they're like, all right, we'll be back in three years. So, uh, shout out there. Awesome story, even though Zakel hasn't played much. Uh, Georgia, Charlie Warner, Robert Bill Jr., Jake Camarda, the punter, they were there. George Kittle, Anthony Nelson were together at Iowa. Tabor Pepper, William Golston at Michigan State. Banks and Hainsley at Notre Dame. They played next to each other. Um, Banks not playing this week. Chris Godwin. And Kevin Givens played together at Penn State. Payne Durham, Jalen Grant, Purdue. Don't think we're going to see much of them. Oren Burks, Justin School. Y'all remember him. Uh, Justin School's on this team, baby. And Keyshawn Vaughn all together at Vandy. A bunch of bookworms. Uh, smart guys. I'm just messing around. Uh, Vandy's great school. But, yeah, there, there are a lot of connections there. Uh, not a lot of overlap in the coaching too much uh, other than what I detailed. But, hey, here we go. Thanksgiving's around the corner, guys. Skip the arguments with Uncle Dave on Thanksgiving and focus on what really matters. Good food, boosted odds, and hitting those turkey day parlays. Picture this, not just watching the games, but turning every second into a potential win. With my bookie, you can stream the games and bet live with updated odds throughout the entire game. Turn any game day into a payday. Now, ready to turn your up your game? Sign up today and make your first deposit with promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code next to me if you're watching the video for a sweet deposit bonus up to $1,000. Rollovers do apply. That is promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus. It's not just a promo code. It's a secret weapon. Get that extra edge on the house. So, no matter what you do, bet anything, anytime, and I mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet on mybookie.ag. I've been doing it forever, and I move around like a crazy person. So, mybookie.ag, promo code 49ERS. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, uh, I post the bets of the week um, up on Patreon and the 49ersrush.com. So if you want to join us over there, my favorite bet this week, which I know it's almost impossible to you know predict which wide receiver is going to go off, but the film and the matchup just screams George Kittle to me. He's had three consecutive games over 75 yards, and his over-under this week is 45 and a half yards. I think that's going to continue. So I'm taking Kittle over 44 and a half yards receiving, betting 10 to win nine and a half. That's kind of my bet of the week that I'm pretty excited about. But if you want the rest of those bets, just head over to either one of those, our Patreon channel or um, what's it called? The 49ersrush.com. Now, you know, I put this in the chat. This is the poll. Baker Mayfield has not been sacked more than three times. In any game this year, he's been sacked three times, a few times, but never four or more. I know everybody's talking about the last time we played Baker Mayfield. That's when Nick Bosa just ate his lunch, planted the flag on the field, making fun of him and all that stuff. I'm curious. Do you guys think the 40 hours can get to four or more sacks? Nobody's done it yet this year. I think that they can. I really, really do. Now, if the Bucks can't run the ball this game, they cannot win. It's not going to be close. The screen game will make up for a lot of that, but it's not enough. They've got to be able to run the ball. Otherwise, this defense can kind of tee off, and you don't want to do that against this defensive line. Baker's going to have to throw close to 40 pass attempts. That's not good. He has protected the ball well, but he's turned the ball over once. He's had an interception against the three best teams he's played. 
And so one turnover from Baker, whether it's an interception or a fumble, I'm not sure, but the balls, they're going to turn the ball over. Mike Evans, he's going to have some huge plays. That dude is just a monster. Him against Ambry Thomas, you're asking for something. But that's okay. If you can allow Mike Evans to have those two or three gigantic plays that he's known for, but limit those drives to field goals, Niners are fine. And Mike Evans has three touchdowns. We're in trouble. That's huge. Now, defensively, I got the 49ers getting three sacks and one turnover. You do that, we're fine. I hope that we run the ball enough to kind of shrink the game down and keep our defense rested because if they're throwing the ball 50 times and we're three and outs on offense, recipe for disaster. That's Kirk Cousins and all that kind of crap that we already saw. So the 49ers offense just need to stretch the field horizontally. Like I said, jet sweeps, boots, outside zone tosses, screens, wide receiver screens, right? Get the ball out wide. If you can do that, you're going to be just fine. Kittle's going to have a great, great game. I'm pretty, it might only be two or three catches, but one of them is going to be huge. He just, you run man coverage with a single high safety and you put a good safety across from him. That's going to drive Kittle crazy. He's like a bull. You see in red, there's a quality player at safety over there. Time to go off. It's just what he does. I got CFC getting not one but two touchdowns to make up for last week. Um, the odds on betting for Christian McCaffrey score touchdown are terrible. I think like you bet 10 and you win like $3. I mean, it's, it's pretty bad odds. But if you bet on CMC to be the first touchdown score, that's four to one odds. And we bet that this week. Purdy, two touchdowns. I do have one interception coming. Um, Antoine Winfield is just too damn good. So I'm excited. Pretty pumped about this game. I do have the Niners winning. I do have the Niners covering, even though I'm not betting that. I've got the 49ers winning 27-13. I got three, I got field goals galore coming from their end, and I think the Niners are just playing some of the best football in the NFL right now. Can they continue that? Can they protect the ball? I think they can. Even with one turnover, that's not a problem. The 49ers could be negative two turnovers and still maybe win this game. Negative one turnover, they're winning the game. Even turnover, it's over. Plus turnovers, it's a blowout. Protect the ball. Do what you got to do. The Bucks are not a good matchup against you outside of two, two out of 22 positions, right? There's 11 starters on each side. They have the advantage in two of them. Vita Vea, Mike Evans. Outside of that, Niners got the advantage everywhere else. Rely on that. Rely on the roster. Go get it. I'm excited about that. You guys are the best. Appreciate y'all. And as always, stay strong and faithful.